0: everybody this is Kim Leith who is so wonderful and it's thanks to Kim that I'm here it's thanks to Kim that we have handouts and some of the handouts for the third workshop are really hard to do and so we're very grateful to Kim and she has an announcement
1: okay well thank you very much um Harris for coming and um we just want to let you know um that Let's see, well, water is coming, so we will soon have ice water. I'm sorry, the room is so hot. Um, There's a restroom down the hall. Um, If you go out the door make a left, um, it'll be about halfway down the hall on the right, and that'll be open um, all evening. And um, I have the microphone here. Um, In addition to having a a quiet voice, uh, we are podcasting. Uh, tonight, we're recording this uh, so you'll be able to listen on the website um, for many years uh, afterwards. So, it would be very helpful if you have a question. Um, if you can, uh, maybe the person on the end could pass um, the microphone <coughs> down to a person who has a question. Uh, that would be helpful. If you really don't want to speak into the mic, that, that's fine. We can just, you know get your question from from context and let's see what else Um, there are afterwards um, please uh, fill out evaluations that are on the back table there Uh, we also have a flyer about the poetry contest you are all welcome to enter that's um, sponsored by the Pratt Library and Little Patuxent Review and let's see I think that is it, and, um, and thank you also to Shailene, who's done a lot of work um, moving the whiteboard and all the logistics of that and much um, behind-the-scenes preparation with this and so much work on the poetry readings, too. So thank you, too, to Shailene, and thank you very much, um, Clarinda, for oh, being nice here. Be
0: here. Thank you all for being here. <laughs> and. Uh, uh, I'm Clorinda, by the way, and I'm going to write my name up here because it's peculiar, and even though some of you know it from the past, and both my names are strange. Oddly enough, it's my last name that causes the most problems because it's an ordinary name spelled wrong. And I'm going to go like that because if anybody for some reason has an inspiration in the middle of the night and um, wants to send me the results of the information, of the inspiration by email. I, I look at my email obsessively, but you do have to have the wrong spelling of Harris. Or else it'll go to Cheryl Harris, who's in Human Resources at Towson. So, anyway. that's me. And even though some of you I know from many, many uh, years past, and some of you I just met tonight, but I'm going to ask you to go around and just tell everybody else your names, even even if you know I already know your name. And I'll try to get it correct and I'll write it up there. Because if we're going to be writing poems together tonight and talking about them, I think it's better not to be talking to, to total strangers <coughs> whose names you don't know. So anyway, um, say your name and, and give us half a sentence to help us remember you. Just tell us a little something about yourself and your name.
2: My name is Roberta Quindetti.
0: OK, if I just do first names?
2: Yeah, Roberta. Robert with an A at the end I, yes. I just go to a, a lot of I'm, I'm learning how to write or continue to write. Things of learning from everybody. meeting everybody in the writing
0: it's very nice that you're here and doing that. And you're Jenny.
3: Yeah.
0: I'm going to spell it so wrong, I bet. How am I doing so far? I. Right. Oh, okay. Two ends. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, Johnny. I don't know where my brain was, and I'm going to get the wrong spelling of Rosalind, but it's a. a You'll see why I have a problem because you'll soon meet another another Roslyn tonight. Glad you're here, Roslyn. And you are? Gail. Gail. Oh. Did I write? Is that right? I got it right by accident. All all right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and,
0: okay. And what brings you here? i Sounds reasonable. And I forgot to ask. Uh, Johnny, I forgot to ask you. Tell us one thing about yourself. Uh, And you it you completely knocked my thoughts off when you were sitting here reading Lou Turco's forms, book of forms, which is wonderful by the way. It gives you stuff to play with. Think about it. I will I'll email him tonight and let and, and let him know the vignette. I walked in here and there. There was a person reading reading Book of Forms because he's, he's, he's quite a guy. Um, okay, and I forgot to ask you to tell, because I know you, and I forgot to ask you to tell you something about, right, about yourself. I, I've
3: been several of the really last
0: Hot in here, and it's—he's going to stop in a minute. What do you think? Yeah. He doesn't go on and on and on. Can we deal? We could deal with that. It was like ambient noise. And let's see. Let me see if I remember. Jim. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And tell us something about you. Uh, I'm mostly a,
4: a, a self-taught, and uh, I've been getting into uh, scriptology or script, scriptologists or calligraphy. Ooh, ooh. And, uh, sort of like, like writing books
0: That sounds wonderful I mean that's that's really the one of the hottest new things is, I mean it's old. it goes back in history but, but visual art made out of words. Wow. okay and um, I just Caroline. Caroline. Oh, so you must, you must be Tim.
3: What's your name?
4: Lorinda Harris. <laughs> he lies. Yeah. It's okay. According to Facebook, which won't let you change something once you put it up there, I'll poet it writer, and I've been doing a more and more very, very short, short memoir story, it's kind of big yet type thing, and just started getting back into poetry.
0: And of course, it's that time of year, so I'm here with you again. I'm glad you're here. We all will profit from having you here, I know. And, by the way, we can, uh, just real quick, let me ask you this, because it's very much on my mind. Because the most recent book of mine that came out is short stories. It's not, uh, it's not poetry. And do you think poetry and writing poetry and writing non-poetry take two different sets of muscles? In
4: my case, because I tend to be verbose. So if I want to write a poem, I write I said a vignette. I yeah. And if I want to write a vignette, I try to write a poem. I, I find that they're very interchangeable. If I only go in one direction, I just switch my mode, Yeah. And I decided that whoever called it free form was thinking in terms of people like myself that are not formalized or academic because I don't have to Education and I'm very happy to hear that you made it into U uh, of M. Last time I talked to you, you said you were going to go So I, I think, especially the shorter they are, I, I want to eventually. Maybe, maybe you can steer me in that direction. Find out more about prose That's something that you can talk about too.
0: Yeah, well, that's that something to talk about? about. Yes. Yes, yes.
2: yes.
1: yes
0: sir. It's a small oh, world. Right. And and and, I'll just hang on one second because we you just got in after we got past where you are. I am sorry. Say it again. Robin. <coughs> um, wait a minute. Let's see, you're next to Gail, and I'm gonna put you right there. Say, I'm sorry. Say your name again.
2: Robin, I will be
0: one in Sue. We're just doing just for, for the spatial oh. problem. Okay. Excellent. And.
2: I just want
0: to try to capture something <coughs> I used to do
2: as a child. I used to
0: write poetry all the time. So it's just something
3: I'm gonna
0: see if I bet you can capture I'm sure you can. And Marion. Sorry, I'm sorry, say that. Marion. M-A-R-I-A-N. It again. Marian. M-A-R-I-A. Wait a minute. Of course. Silly law. I Oh, Marion. Marion.
3: Marion. I, my
0: excuse and it's really it's really a good one is there's there's so much noise from a fan up here. Or well, maybe it's from the M-A-R-I-A-N. Is that better? That's it. Good. <laughs> okay. And you are Barbara. Oh and wait a second, Barbara. Marion, tell us something about you. Um
2: I write poetry, I'm interested, I've been writing for a while, I haven't published anything, just have a notebook, so I was
0: interested in coming to see what I can learn because there are lots of things I don't know. I think you probably noticed there are a lot of little notebooks
2: uh, around the room tonight. But. And I'm, uh, As of May, I'll be retired and then I'll have time to practice writing. now.
0: Just make sure it happens. But, you know, <laughs> s- since I retired from full-time teaching at Towson University, I have less time somehow. You uh, said less? Time? Uh, well, my little publishing company seems oh, to have yeah. taken over. It's sucking like all the air out of my day. So don't let that happen to you, Barbara. Okay. Please. Okay. If you are. Hi, everyone. I'm Francis.
2: Tell us a
3: little
0: oh, something I'm about I like
3: to write poetry included. No, I said poetry
0: included. Oh. But not just confined to poetry. Mm-hmm. And Rosalind. Yes. Would you be Rosalind? Rosalind
3: yes. with an A R O S A L I N D. And I am creating an archive of Baltimore City poets, current poets for the Baltimore City Historical Society. And I also write poetry, I attend poetry readings, and you know, I feel I'm pretty active in that. Also, I'm involved in politics. Very
0: good. And I'm wondering if any of this, I
3: brought some samples of,
0: I guess, greater Baltimore, if it's more like Washington, doesn't count, does it?
3: It really has to be the city. I mean, already right. I have 11 pages. It's huge. And there are so many people writing, but no one is collecting it. These, are all,
1: these are all gold. Oh,
3: thank you. I'll add that to work. But, you know, it's such a shame because if it's not collected, it will disappear. Right, it will disappear. It's really and the library here isn't collecting it. Yeah, they used to, but not anymore. No. I mean, a few people, yes, but most people, no. You're doing a great, a great
0: service there. And tell us your name again. Kathleen. K-A-T-H-R-Y-N.
3: Tell us something about you. I'd just like to learn more about both. Yeah. As you're here, hear me? It's it's you, know, about you. I can't
1: really write fantasy and science fiction, uh-huh. but I also write some poetry, and I do think they're different Hustles.
0: muscles. Yeah. 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 I, I, I think a lot of writers have different, different responses to that. Um, Yeah, my partner Tom's uh, daughter just published a a, a work of
3: fantasy. uh,
0: What's it called? Blade's Edge? But it's not gory. It's more about, it it draws heavily from our experience in Japan working with martial arts. So anyhow, um, tonight, I hope it's not going to turn out to be too silly, but we're going to be doing fibs which really are a legitimized, not legitimate, but legitimized recently poetic form based on the uh, Fibonacci sequence, the numeric sequence discovered uh, and sort of popularized in in Renaissance Italy by a guy whose nickname actually was Fibonacci. And it's just another kind of fun, small form that imposes a little bit of discipline and also gives you a lot of playtime because you can polish up a number of them off so quickly. And uh, when I say th- polishing something off quickly as a virtue, I speak as one who takes forever to write a poem I'm really satisfied with, but the little burst of energy usually comes quite quickly, which is why, if you look at the handout, I did include, and this applies to workshops in general. my particular theory of workshops, which is really about jump-starting. There are the other kind of workshop is where you bring work that you've already done, and everybody goes over it and tells you what's right about it and what's wrong with it. And that's a very valid, very useful kind of workshop. But because of the fact that these are quick and they're far between, and even if you come to all three of them, well, there are only three of them. It's not like the kind of workshop you meet every week work a year. So I uh, subscribe for this kind of workshop to the jumpstart theory and it always works for me. I may be the only person that profits from my own workshops but I really, really do because I find that they um, focus me in a way that getting a jump start sort of focuses your car so it gets up and goes. So it's my, my theory is the uh, uh, you know the, the jump start which enables you later but not much later because you don't want to let that car sit around after you've had it jump started and then you take off and you're driving on your own so there's been an awful lot the fids have been a lot in the news lately right the, the regular kind of fid the, the, the large or small usually small lie and um, The headline about uh, Brian Williams today was something about how much did he fib? I'm sure he was not writing the Notch series oh, poems. No. Oh, Brian, Brian Williams, yeah. okay. who kind of uh, embellished kind of his his wartime experience. Oh but um, I'm going to challenge uh, just for the heck of it. Let's let's play with real fibs, that is lies, small lies. Uh, first, I'm going to tell you uh, something about how I got my name and you're going to tell me whether it's a fib or whether it's true, and then I'd like to have maybe two other people do the same thing. It'll help us remember those names, but it'll also give us some practice in the other meaning of fibs. Okay, how I got my name was this. My father had a whole bunch of sisters, but two of them were unmarried, and he felt that they needed sort of a, I don't know, a, a close family tie, and their names were Clarissa and Belinda. So he, when I was born turned out to be a girl, he just put those two names together and invented Clorinda. Oh. So, is that a fib or is that true? That is true. No, actually, it's not. <laughs> I just made that up on the spur of the moment. Um, actually, I mean, it's, it's sort of, I, I like this story, but it's not true. My father was a Scot and he named me, named me for the woman to whom Robert Burns wrote all his poems. Mm. Actually, it was a whole bunch of different women, and he called them all Clorinda. But there was a main Clorinda, whose name was Agnes, and you can see why. I'm sorry, you didn't solve any Agneses around, but you can see why. To Agnes,
3: I like your story better. Yeah, <laughs> right.
0: yeah. I think I think my story is fun. It's just that the, the two the two maiden aunts had names a lot worse than Clarissa and Belinda, Almina, and Hecuma.
3: Oh, Hecuba. That's classic. Not Hecuba.
0: That would have been okay. A little classic. The Hecuma. Don't oh. ask. I should have. I never did. Okay. Thinking of the poetic form known as Fibs. Uh, There's a, a traditional form which we'll be playing around tonight with because it's very short and it has to do with uh, making a poem that has per line the syllable count that starts off the Fibonacci sequence and the Fibonacci sequence, which is actually on here, but I will, it's abundantly simple. Okay, as many things, yeah,
2: that's, oh. that's My hair is competing with the fans. Can you speak just a little louder? Oh, oh, sure, could, I'm sorry. Could you
3: turn off the
0: fan? No. Well, it will soon be mm-hmm. 900 degrees in here, yeah. but mm-hmm. I, I'll do whatever you anybody mic, wants. Use the microphone.
3: Uh-huh. Use the mic. Well mm-hmm.
0: yeah, right. oh, that's better, yeah. No, I Good idea. Good idea. Is it? I think it is on. Is yes. that help? On, yeah. Okay. It's on, it's on. Okay. So the Fibonacci sequence is starts as so many things do with nothing, with zero and one. I mean, from zero you have to go someplace. So that logically, you go to one. So you add zero and one, and what do you get? Seven. One. 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 Oh, okay. So the Fibonacci sequence goes to zero, one. And and you add one and one, and you get two, two. And this looks pretty normal for a moment. You add two and one, and you get three. Oh, three and okay. you add three and two, and you get five. five. And you add five and three, and you get you eight, eight. eight. And you could go on forever, of uh, just adding the two number, the two, the two latest numbers in the series. So obviously, the next one in this series would be thirteen. Thirteen, and from there you. Go to 21, and, and then you'd have you know, so it goes on and on and on. Now, the the
4: tr- they go that long? Huh? Do they go that long?
0: Yes, if you look at the uh, don't don't ask me to explain exactly how this demonstrates the sequence, but if you look at the uh, sunflower center, which supposedly spirals around with the it, it goes up to a very 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 large number, and so in a minute, I'm going to suggest that we do play with writing some fibs and sharing them with each other. And I tend to like to use them as a stanza form rather than you know, just an individual thing, but a whole bunch of individual things will work too. So you better order now because the bar is closing down. Okay. Um, So we're going to write some traditional fibs in a minute. I think we could all do better than the sample that is on the page that starts Fibonacci and Poetry. Um, I don't want to malign Gregory Pincus, whoever he is, but his fib simply describes the virtues of a fib one small precise poetic spiraling mixture math plus poetry yields the fib so it goes one one two three five and eight syllables and then anonymous down here was really lazy at her typewriter so um, anonymous wrote an incomplete fib maybe you can write the last line right now a tree is not a forest but it is a start uh, again, one, one, two, three, and five syllables. It's missing the eight-syllable Eight, line. Yeah. Somebody give us an eight-syllable line to finish this thing. For so this one, okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Make this up for
0: the bar. Yeah. Anonymous made it up, so and you make up up so can make up the last line.
3: Let's see. Start.
2: <clears throat> okay. Uh, then there will be enough to sell Christmas trees. <laughs> a tree is not a forest, but it is a start. There will be enough to sell Christmas trees. Oh,
0: yeah. Okay, Anonymous. Look at theirs. Somebody, is that too many syllables? Yeah, it's supposed to be eight. You might have to pare that down.
3: That's, that's eight. There will be a tree.
2: A, a tree is not a forest, but it is a start. So let us plant another one.
0: I think you can get yours down to eight. What was? Anybody else got a, a, an eight-syllable line?
3: A tree is not a forest, but it's a start until the loggers destroy it.
0: Sick. Anybody else got an eighth line for this? Be sure to write your line in there, so at least I'll have a complete one on your worksheet.: you want me to say
3: a whole thing?
2: Sure. A, a tree is not a forest, but it is a start. Thereby is a stream of water.: Oh, nice. Nice
0: it's interesting, they all went in really, really different directions, I was trying to get all poetic with those little maple leaf what do you call them, those things that look like insects but they're, they're maple seeds and they have wings
2: what, are you talking about?
0: what do they call them? that's why I couldn't finish mine because maple maple little things that come off and fly down and have seeds, now I just do have to say because it's Um, before Lou Turco and I got to talking about what a fib really is, I decided, uh, being, I guess, masochistic or something, to make a fib that breaks the rules and is actually very time-consuming to do because it goes by letter count. And I didn't really want to start with one letter, So I just took a middle part of, an early part of the Fibonacci series, which is 13, 31, 44, and 55, and I used them for the letter counts. And after I started doing it, I noticed another thing, and that is that there was sort of a rationale because the form has a certain tree-like look. You know, so um, I never I normally don't center poems, but I centered this and I asked Lou Tarko what he thought and he said, Use the centered version, it looks like a tree and so this is just a variation, but it was a discipline that was helpful to me and I do urge you if you hit the kind of spot where you do need to jump start yourself, pick something that's that's a little arbitrary. Like what could be more arbitrary than lines with letters that number 13, 31, 44, and 55. I mean, it's almost insanely arbitrary, but it actually gave me a poem when I was in a bad uh, writer's block, and I'll just read it real fast, because I think poems only really work aloud. The Cherry Apartment. The cherry tree, our apartment house for a month each summer, rattled with girl chat. Our tin pails hung from each wrist like a pocketbook, only shinier, almost empty of anything but a few bloody pits. We'd promised our mother's pies worth. All the hot afternoon, we dangled our legs from the windows of the tree, talking, hoping for something to happen, anything. But it didn't till our twelfth year. When Mary moved away and Nellie's oldest brother showed off his thing, and Joey from St. Philip said he could see all the way up our skirts to our underpants, just before blood spots appeared on them, we climbed down for good. So, anyway, that was was my obsessive... uh, hard version and and, uh, really my idea of a fib and I did talk it over with the author of the book of forms even though he's a purist he said well I guess a fib can be anything where you use some aspect of the Fibonacci sequence as as an organizing device so that's what I did but uh, because we haven't world enough or time uh, tonight to invent our own versions of a fib I think what might be kind of fun is to just spend a little time writing a few, counting on our fingers, counting, counting in the little notebook, and see what you can come up with, and you will notice one thing. It sounds so arbitrary, but it is not the same thing as just writing a 20-syllable poem, because something in your mind happens when you're having to do them line by line. Each line takes on a bit of integrity of its own. So it's not just something made of 20 syllables that you arbitrarily chop up. And I don't know why it's not that but I think it's only because of the kind of the psychological putting together involving one line followed by another line followed by another line. So each line does, as I say, or most of the lines take on some kind of integrity where they work as, a, as an entity. So for about the next minutes let's give it a try uh, you could do it on the i can write more fibs than you theory and just crank them out or you can labor over one extraordinarily elegant one or two or you could use them as a as a stanza form and have them begin to be a poem i don't think anybody maybe you can i can't i couldn't i couldn't write a poem in 10 minutes but i could get started on one yes ma'am mm-hmm. Oh, we. Oh, the zero is at the top of the page in the black.
3: Well, that's not a, I mean, it's, it's just nothing. It's
0: right. In other words, this, the series theoretically starts with nothing. And then you go one, one. And then you go one, you get the second one because you're adding zero and one. Oh, I see. See what I'm saying? You just sort of, mentally, you have to have that zero there because the first number is one, okay. but then you get the next number by adding zero and so one.
3: So there
0: are two ones. Right. There are two ones and... Um, yeah, two ones followed by a two-syllable line, followed by a three-syllable line, followed by a five-syllable line, followed by an
4: eight-syllable line. Do
0: you want us to go up to 21? Uh, no, if you're going to write a classic, well, you can write a variant. You can go up to 55 if you feel oh, like. I
4: don't want
0: oh, I bet you do. <laughs> but in all seriousness do whatever works. I mean you can go up as high as you want. It's it's purely arbitrary to say that the classical fib stops with an eight syllable line. You could just keep going. Does the
2: topic have
0: to be a fib? Oh no. It's, it would be fun to if it were, but it does not have to be. Because um I mean that would that would be that would be a fun variation that, that content has to be a fib, but it doesn't have to. So just mess around for about ten minutes okay and then we will share the results of the messing around okay but Tim I really love the point you just made if you get going and you want to go up to a whole bunch more syllables
4: they
0: don't they don't really enjamb very much oh okay I'm gonna. everybody oh okay is this your stash of pencils or was it just here oh good some of them have points okay Want a pencil? you count on your fingers and puzzle for about five more minutes then we'll have a chance to go around the room and actually share what you've come up with you can tell us things is this thing on oh it is oh okay um you can see i was never a lounge lizard although i kind of regret that um i will not burst into song i promise um you can tell us that our syllable count is wrong or you could tell us that there's really a better way to, to deal with the subject matter, or you can say, wow, or uh, make suggestions of any kind. And I assume that some people use the, the, the sequence in, in different ways. So um, I will now shut up, and you can write for five more minutes, and we'll see what happens. You and I are the only people not still counting on our fingers, but I'll just give up the
2: Deciding if my count's right or not.
0: So, you are on a roll and you want to just pretend we're not here at all and just keep doing what you're doing, that's fine. But I think it might be sensible just to go by the arbitrary democracy of going around the room. But we're going to go one, two, three, four. Is that okay with you? Uh, we'll, We'll go around the room, but alternate sides. And if the person who has the mic We'll give it to the next person who's going to... Or actually, I will because it's going to alternate across the room. So I think the way I was waving my arms around, we are starting here. I just have to also say on the page that has my poem, The Cherry Apartment on it, there's a typo. It's not 1331, it's 1321. It's just fat finger there. It's, it's of no consequence, but I suddenly realized that that couldn't be the right number. And it's just like type two, 3 instead of 2. So, okay... Okay, Roberta. What did you come up with? Yes.
2: This is what I came up with. So comes daybreak, a night past the watery concrete, setting a small breakfast buffet of oyster, fantail shrimp, and eggs. Birds fly to join impromptu festival of blessings and praise.
0: Uh, tell us what you did. I think I can hear what what you had going there. Is that two? It's two sequence Two of the one one two of the eight line sequence. I mean the eight. Yeah, I up to eight. Right. Numbers. And you did it twice. Yeah. Right. Excellent.
3: Excellent. Read it again. Okay.
0: And I, I'm sure I'm sure Roberta would welcome comments, even if.
2: Always. So comes daybreak, a night past the watery concrete, setting a small buffet or breakfast buffet of oyster, fantail, tail, shrimp, and eggs. Birds fly to join impromptu festival of blessings and praise.
0: Comments? Responses?
2: Right, and then it unfolds. Indeed, yes.
0: Yeah, good. Nice details too, didn't yeah. you think? It's a, yeah. it's quite the urban, uh, festival of, of stuff. It's stuff in the gutter, isn't it? Or stuff flowing in the. Yeah, love it. Okay, and we're gonna are we're going back and forth, and you can just hang on to your side's mic and pass it along when the time comes. But now, Mickey's time has come.
3: Gray, black. Dark falls, stars appear. Soon the moon rises, and at midnight the crones will sing. Comments? Yeah. Are these all working out, mathematically? One, one, three. One, one, two, three. Two is the one I always three, forget. Five, yeah. eight, 13, 21. Yeah. Gray, black, dark falls, stars appear. Soon, the moon rises, and at midnight, the crones will sing.
0: Comments? Isn't crone a great word? I love it. I love it more as I become an older and older crone. Crone is so good. You can choose, but... um, Crowns are a pretty uh I think they're a pretty all female society, aren't
3: they? Yeah. Yeah. Very
5: sorry. Yeah. very I like how the anticipation
0: built in. I'm sorry. Can you can you say that louder? Uh, I
5: just said that I like have the anticipation built to yeah.
0: But I think actually what you were saying about wait a minute, I'm gonna get this right, I swear I am. Rob no, no, Robin. Is it Robin, were you talking about how the, the form itself creates a sort of building up to... Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you think that mere syllable count wouldn't have that vivid an effect, but I think it's very noticeable. Do you notice another thing about, about what Nikki just read? Doesn't your mind tell you, oh, that's way longer than 20 syllables because so much is packed in there? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not because it dragged on. It's just because you got so much into those. It's pretty amazing. And let's see. You got the mic now,
3: Jack. John. Farm land, sunny, sunny, sunny day. Women. Farm land, sunny Sunny days always. Long hours man working power. I sneak a rest to take a break to be the best. This is my daily tour. I can't wait to go to the store.
0: How many syllables did your last? Did you end up with? Um, did you go past eight syllables? Be,
3: but um but I really understand the syllables and the numbers.
0: Oh, okay. All, all it is is the uh, the first two lines really are just one syllable. Like in in one I wrote, the first two lines, believe it or not, okay, it's not great, are T V, and it goes on talking about television, okay. and then you add. One and two, I mean, one and one together, and you get two. So your next line has two syllables. Okay. And then you add two and one together, and your next line has three syllables. But then you add three and two together, and you're into five. So it takes a little while to get your mind around it. And, yeah. and Rosalind, I think it is now your turn. Okay. No, 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 no. Not. I, was, I was talking to Rosalind over there. I should have been more specific. And you're on. good.
2: She who spoke truth poked her pen a middle finger
6: straight in the eye of popular myth known as lies and split the world open for us all. Really,
3: that's... Wow. You read that, you yeah. Can you
2: she who spoke truth
6: poked her pen a middle finger straight in the eye of popular myth known as lies and split the world open for us all.
0: Yeah, we've, we've already ranged from the bucolic and then the urban urban landscape to real tough politics there. Wow. Any, anybody have an image there that struck them particularly? I and fell in love with one. Over, yeah. Especially but especially when it's done with that pen that's also a middle finger. Woo. I wish I'd said that. Oh well. No. Robin. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, just d- so oh, oh okay. Scratching yeah. is allowed for yeah. sure. I, yeah. I think it's
3: amazing in such a, a short form to reference yeah. such a famous poem. I mean I think that that's a
0: really Yeah. Yeah, it's it's open, do, do you want for people who aren't who haven't quite Figured out what may be the backstory on the poem. Can you tell us the figure that you're talking about? Oh,
2: Mario Barclay.
3: Sorry. Yeah. Oh, I never. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What's? Do you feel that if a reader doesn't get that—that that that's what you had in mind—that there's a problem?
1: No. don't oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, because I—I I was guessing, but it, actually it wasn't. That I was thinking of specifically, but the poem meant a great deal. So, yeah. So you don't have to, I think, know that you, the author, had a specific person in mind, because I think that that tough world-splitting pen could apply to a lot of people. Uh, let's see. Now, Roslyn, we have come to you. Oh, and you know what? At some point, you'll, we'll come back to you because you can you can probably play around with your syllable count a little bit more. Okay? Okay, good,
3: John. And Rosalind, you're on. Great. Um, My count might be off, but I'm, I'm dealing with something seasonal, I guess. I'm saying winter months, chillier than most, while we layer again and again, only to find the unpredictable weather may have us peeling layer by layer. Essentially, every winter has gotten colder, Through the years, the practice of cold, colder, and coldest of winters possible.
0: (laughs) Okay, now, what do we suppose we counted on our own fingers and found that Rosalind's syllable count was not the perfect Fibonacci sequence? Would we say to her, "Well, that you better just throw that away," or uh, "Come on, cut out some syllables," or "You accidentally"? have a wonderful poem that just got started off, jump-started by the sequence. What do you think,
2: Robin? I think because the Fibonacci series goes on and on and on that you could jump in anywhere. anywhere. Yeah, That's yeah. the way I think that you could do.
0: Right, and that's certainly what I did in that longer longer version because yeah. I just wasn't into any one-letter one, yeah. one, one lines, especially not two of them together.
3: So maybe a little bit more practice, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> But the other thing is that it's, it's always your call because you're the author. Whether you use a tradi- or a, a fixed form to go back and continue editing, or do you realize it's just taken you someplace else? And that's a decision that only I think only the writer can make. Tim,
4: uh, I don't think it has to be a perfect Fibonacci anything. I think the idea that you've got maybe four lines of Fibonacci and the rest uh, fill out what the ear wants to hear yeah. you know the, the, the one you gave us by anonymous it's almost tough to add to that complete yeah. thought yeah,
0: yeah you, all you all added some really nice stuff to that I
4: like go off the seat. I sunflower. mean, after
0: all, it's the Fibonacci sequence, not the Fibonacci law. And also, Fibonacci, uh, his nickname, uh, well, Fibonacci was a nickname, but he also signed himself frequently uh, something like the bumptious beggar or the bumptious buffoon. That's what it was, the bumptious buffoon. So, uh, you know, you can be a mathematician and be a buffoon at the same time, and he was proudly both. So, yeah, but it is, It is. sometimes I think, no, 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 Clorinda, no more 13-line sonnets for you, girl. You're going to, you know, crank out that 14th line. And other times I think, well, so what if my line that's supposed to have well, eight has syllables sonnet, has nine? A so, But it's, it's, a, it's a decision because uh, sometimes the discipline of trying to make it fit the form exactly does mean you're less wordy I don't know it's, it's, it's a tough decision but one that only Rosalind can make about that poem because it's gone such a good place yeah and we that brings us now to Rosalind we move from Rosalind to Rosalind
3: I'm very fond of the uh, graphic artist M.C. Escher mm-hmm. and so much of what you said about the number series reminded me of his work so this is what I did M.C. Escher, draft master, drew his universe out of sync with reality. Huge red ants crawling on figure eights eternally. Men in white robes and tall pointed hats climbing and descending stairs all simultaneously.
0: How many times did you go through this? Oh, you went up to twenty-one.
3: Yeah, but it was tough because you know what I did was I had to make it like this and counter because I you know I couldn't
0: do it like that. Yeah, yeah. I think as I looked around, it was I really would have liked to had a video because everybody was like that or else making hash marks on the page because yeah, it's it is hard to do it just by ear. Can you think of a poet who's a well-known poet? Uh, well, Lou Turco himself—I mean, he's not, you know, a household word, I suppose—but he's very much a purist. But he likes—he uh, has a blog spot called uh, "Odd and Invented Forms," and this is "Odd and Invented Forms." Oh, he has a blog, uh, yeah, and it's just Lou Turco. Actually if you just if you just Google Lou Turco you'll come right to it. What's his name? L E W T O. Um his blog is just called I think it's called Blue Turco, but one of the spots on it is odd and invented forms. And on the back actually on the back cover of that book probably is the uh, the reference. So yeah, he he loves he loves experimentation with form and, and uh, that's like a wealth of stuff. And he also, if you happen to invent a form, just fire it off to him. And his email address is on the book, isn't it? Or is it? Um, at any rate, it doesn't it, doesn't it it, it doesn't.
3: Right. the, addition, it's
4: the press, it's...
3: Yeah.
0: Oh if you if you don't it's... Oh wait Yeah it's just it's just the email address of the publisher, you're right. It's called the Book of Forms. And it's it's really good. It's it's like I mean I, I it's a it's a serious book in many ways, but it also is like a goodie bag of stuff to play with. I love that book I lost bad of that, because yes. when you need that book, you, you need, need that you book. Need yeah. But um, there actually are um, a number of, of poets that are that are contemporary, that are pretty well known, who have played around with, with fibs, and many of them are the same poets. Or, or some of you, some of you who I already have known from other workshops, I co-authored a book called Hot Sonnets," which was an anthology of erotic sonnets of the 21st and 20th centuries and an awful lot of the poets that are represented in that book also oh, well they like forms the sonnet is just one of them and they have a lot of them have fibs to their credit but anyway, um I forget where the microphone went and it has and there you are Gail.
6: Well, I'm feeling a little mundane in comparison to all this grandiose language here. But anyway, um, so I was fooling around with, you know, trying to do something other than the, the regular thing. So it's really short. Ah, the world. How big, how small. Yet, if we can connect, then that is all we will ever need.
0: So you're going to read it out loud again and then we're gonna to try to figure out why you feel it's so mundane, <laughs> okay? Why what? I say, why you feel it's so mundane. Read oh. it again, mm-hmm. if you will, Gail. Uh, uh,
6: Poetry is not, not natural for me, because I write prose, so yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get there, though. Ah, the world, how big, how small, yet if we can connect, then that is all we will ever need.
0: Why, why do you, do you feel that, that poems have to have a different kind of language? Or
5: you say that you're,
0: you're much more used to—I mean, you're, you're much more at home with writing prose. How? I, this, is, this is a terrible question to ask anybody, but I might as well—I might as well lay it on you and for, for discussion by everybody. Uh, how, how do you think poetry differs from not poetry?
3: I'm sorry. I think, I just...
0: How how do you, how I, I will turn it off because it's bothering so many. No, no, no I'll no, use the mic if I could just make myself use the
4: mic.
0: The, Gail was saying that she is more comfortable with prose, and I was sort of throwing open to her and then everybody, uh, anybody who wants to comment on what you think the, the distinction is. Let's let's take I don't know things like rhyme off the off the table, okay. Uh, I'm thinking about language and content and maybe rhythm. Um, but I think all of us would answer that question differently. What do you think? Well, I think. Yeah. What do I
6: think? Um, well, a poetry to me is, is, is a very condensed mm-hmm. uh, form. It takes What's the word I'm trying to distill? Maybe mm. I'm not sure how, what the word I mean, she but
4: distills
6: distills. you have to, it's pretty it's based, for the most part. I find you're basically saying what you have to say in a less words, less space. But the more I read different forms of poetry, you know, I realize that it, it can almost be prose-like. We mentioned, somebody mentioned prose poems. So, yeah. I, so I'm just trying to wrap my mind around the whole thing I I, I still don't quite get it
0: <laughs> yeah. there may be not an it to get you know I mean there's there's so many ways of looking at that distinction anybody else have a different way of looking at the difference rhythm yeah.
6: but also with the, uh, with the, uh, listening to poems like um Roberta's or even um, rosalinds it's not always that straightforward it, and I think that's part of the reason why I have trouble sometimes understanding it the combination of words and, and phrases is just it, 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 yeah I find that challenging
0: it's just not. It's not. The, it's not expository. It's not an essay, is it? It's you not as
6: accessible. It. I felt yeah. sometimes.
0: But the only reason, uh, Do you? Do you? you write. You write uh, prose as well as poetry. Do you I, no, I'm talking to. And wait a second. I'm going to get it. I'm going to embarrass myself on purpose. Francis. I'm, I'm do you? I'm sure you care a lot about rhythm in your in your non poetry too, don't you? Mm. Or do you? not as much. i Okay, so also one it I think implicit in what you just said is the idea that um, poetry is something that needs to speak to the ears and does it need to be spoken aloud? Change words
1: around mm-hmm. just to sound. Yeah, writing prose, I,
0: don't know, I often wonder what was going on in Lincoln's mind when he wrote one of the finest pieces of prose, which I'm not so sure it is not a poem, though. It might really be a poem, The Gettysburg Address, because apparently there were drafts, the scribbles of... Uh, he had really thought of saying uh, 87 years instead of four score and seven years. But it's a whole different rhythm. And, you know, it's set him probably, his wheels turning in a different direction. But,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm so glad people are saying things like condensed and rhythm because they, those are so important to poetry. And they're not, uh, you know, that if you asked a second grader, that is not, they're not the answers that they would give. You know, because even though they may be the best poets ever um, so often it's been drummed into them that it has to make a very specific kind of noise um, and yeah oh, yes Johnny yeah right because the details well the devil is in the details the details and they're so close together in most poems too they're not Spread out like raisins and bran. There, there, there's more raisins than bran. Um, okay, so well, Gil. I just wanted to
6: say what I did though was that I skipped. I did one, three, no, one, two, five, 13. I, I did one. The first one, two, five, thirteen. That's what. It is. Okay,
0: so like me, you broke you broke the traditional rule of right. how to use the sequence to say the Fibonacci, the
3: what did the uh, the buffoon would say? Well okay. yeah. I was at a uh, a workshop here called Poetry Out Loud. Mm-hmm. What was the name of that poems out loud? Where where you recite out loud from mm-hmm. poems by heart? Poems by heart. And I did one by Emily Dickinson. And what amazes me about poetry is that it can get underneath. And doing that thing, and I think poetry is a spoken art, and if you don't hear it read out loud, you're missing something. But what people, what poets will quote to buy that is a universe unto itself that you get from the prose or public speaking writing. It goes into something quite different. It goes into a part of your brain that you're not really aware of.
0: John Dunn said something wonderful. that applies to what you said. Back in, he, he said it in the 17th century. Um, I am, a, he, you could put the word poem instead of I. I am a little world made cunningly of elements. A little world, you know, unto itself made. But made, it's a constructed object. Tip.
4: You might not know what kind of essay it is. It may be a poetic essay that's given as a speech. It might be a memoir. It might be a novel, it might be a short story, but poetry is writing that you can't call anything but poetry. Interesting. I'm gonna have to go home and think about that
0: the whole rest and of the And I life. stole
4: that from somebody, but probably a lot of somebody's. I just yeah. can't recall where I saw a similar definition written. Yeah, interesting, wow. You might not know what kind of essay, you might not, it might be bad poetry might be mediocre poetry, it might be terrible poetry, might be very good poetry, poetry you don't understand, poetry you can't comprehend, mm-hmm. but you know it's poetry. You know it's not an essay. Mm-hmm.
0: You've got my head my head absolutely spinning Tim. I've got to really, really think about that. And I probably got a lot of that definition
4: from you. Take the compliment. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
0: Thank you. I like it. Francis, I believe the baton has passed to you. Okay.
2: Dear, I love you because you see me with such joy. When we are together, we laugh, making promises, vowing never ever to stray. No one can feel me the way you do and keep my lust
0: in bloom from season to season.
2: That's lovely. That was a great valentine. Valentine is exactly what I you could no, sell that, <laughs> you know.
0: Francis. Oh, 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 oh! oh. <laughs> Definitely sell <laughs> that. Oh. Can I? Can I? I
4: feel like I have to tip you for the roses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and yet, would you say it was excessively flowery? Because I think a lot of people who don't write poetry think that poetry has to be flowery in the almost literal sense. How many syllables uh, did you end? I actually, you know, I, I, I've done high haiku, mm-hmm. but this oh, is it. much harder. Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually, yeah. dear, I just love you because you see me with such joy as why mm-hmm. maybe, or it's it's actually 13 years. Yeah, it goes up to 13. Mm-hmm. Boy, a lot of, yeah. you can get a lot of, the, a little, lot of good one stuff one. into this form. We have now come to Robin.
2: Yeah, this was reminding me of St. so I kept wanting to go back down again, but, um... So, I was, um... Totally got Valentine from that. Seasonal poems. I am ready for romance to unfurl as if I were tight as a bud again. You're a figment shaded in my unfevered mind a faded lifelong bud fresh plucked from your past years into my yearning future ones are blooms pressed in brittle pages You it's said a fib
3: <laughs>
0: you mean it's like the dark lady it's, not a, it's a love poem too yeah
2: yeah. You just think, okay, what would be a fib? I'm ready for romance. Okay, that's a fib. Nice. That
0: <laughs> one, I think we did the Tuesday th-
2: too. <laughs> Our bloom pressed in brittle pages. Because I had the the dried flowers and eat. I did three three series. So really, yeah,
0: really well. I just realized what time it is. So we're going to have this sprint. Okay, and we are now up to Barbara.
2: Barbara. Mm I don't want to share tonight. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: And so we are now up to Jim. Um,
4: Quick question. Does a line define or is it just something, whatever you feel like doing? line and a phrase like if you separate a line into a phrase into two lines, is that all right?
0: Yeah. Oh well yes and no. I mean the, the, the let's say the third the three syllable line could oh, no, continue like, right into, like into like the five
4: syllable line. Word phrase, well let's hear what you've got one then. word lines. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna read a, a quick little Ozley one and maybe commentary about that's all right. So okay, the Dog hair, comb it, stylized for the dainty doggy show dudes.
1: That a can
0: or can I, people hear? No. Oh, okay, belt it out. I, like, <laughs> I,
4: I guess if you did all this a thousand times over, you might imprint this in your head. These sequences of Fibonacci uh, Fibonaccian Poetry.
0: Kudos to anybody who starts any poem with dog hair. <laughs> Did you all get, you probably didn't hear the first one. No, read, read the first one again.
4: Dog hair, comb it, stylized for the dainty doggy show, Do's. You've been watching.
0: I, 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 truthfully, I think you answered your own question because that, that works. I mean, I was counting all my fingers. Plus, okay. So we are now over to... I got the names all loused up there.
2: Marion, thank you. I've scratched through this so many times, so I hope I'm reading what I want to. <laughs> Ice, rain, darkness around... Beautiful snow light, beautiful night lights. Chilly, soggy yard, plows, shoveling, moving, shoveling streets, moving ice and snow. But come tomorrow, I'm on the beach, building a sandman, or maybe a sand castle, or just lazing in the the sunny, just lazing in the hot blinding sun.
0: Comments? We don't have time for many, but there's a couple that really... Did, did you use one one, ver, one sequence for the the ice scene and one sequence for the, uh, for the for the uh, sunshine? Yes. Yeah, that really works so well. Yeah. Wow. that's well. impressive. Okay, and we have now reached Caroline. Caroline.
5: Uh, I wrote two. One was the traditional kind, I guess, and the second one. Uh, was, I guess inspired by the pattern you were talking about I just did 358 over and over um, Is there a preference for which I should read Or both? Um, okay. Uh, the first one is Clues Lost mid move My pictures gone Now how do I Know who is mine Everyone looks different these days My memories don't match up Files gone What do I own Where's my address, my wedding dress What belongs to me, and vice versa Um, And then the second one is So it's 358, repeated You told me you'd be back once I Was wise enough not to want you anymore Paradoxes lend heartbreak a certain grace Don't you think? No Light your ironies on fire Good riddance to riddles I can't solve if you return, I'll have peeled off the mask. Cleverness does not excuse cruelty. No more.
0: You tell them. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, well, the breaks
3: within the line. There's censure.
0: When it's in the same line, it is yeah. isn't if, if yeah. Some good ones. Yeah. Also, uh, nobody would have to question whether you love sound. I mean, what is the line with riddles? Oh,
5: good riddance of riddles.
0: Good riddance riddles. There were never so many of, the, of evidence of the, the passion for sound as well as yeah, toughness. Okay, so have we actually got the, Okay, there you go.
2: Well, this is new to me, but I'll give it a try. I haven't got the gist of this yet. But uh, a rainbow materialized in the middle of my bedroom this morning. I'm not afraid. Maybe this is what you see before you die. I'm going to take off my clothes and stand in the middle of it. I want to feel it.
0: Oh, that's that's it. Gosh. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Boy, I can feel that rainbow, and it gives me chills. It's amazing. Wow. And have we come to Tim? Can we
4: here Yes, we'd
0: love to. No, because I I wrote a lot of it, but I just picked out different way. Well, that's called editing. That's a good thing. (laughs) That's a really good thing.
4: I really am happy to hear so many of you courageous enough to try uh, more than eight syllables. I tried to keep mine as simple as possible and as verbose as I can be. I'm surprised that I kept them short. (laughs) Oh, the one question: uh, they, they don't get titles, I suppose, or that would yeah I,
0: I made a snap decision because I had one that would have really rocked mm-hmm. if I could have just given mm-hmm. it a title, but no.:
4: Okay, well, I said they're short, so let me make them short. Those crows do not kill often, but they have been known to gather in mobs of murder. Oh. Well, it worked?
0: Murder
4: of crows. I yeah. used to think it was a mob of crows. and so I, well,
0: That's just a Baltimore interpretation. It's
4: just, I like the uh, alliteration. <laughs> yeah. And I stole this one from my hero uh, and goddess, uh, Joni Mitchell. Those clouds look like a painter. Michelangelo made them from pictures of old gods.
0: you know what has happened? It has now become two minutes of eight, unless unless my watch is very much mistaken. And what we most don't want to do is keep the security staff over time because it's just cruel, that's all. But we have two minutes. And Johnny, were you able to work on yours a little bit more to play with the syllable count? Not yet. Okay. Well, go ahead. I think you want to I'm, I'm sorry. Say it again.
3: Um, you a, a, a syllable
0: right, and yours. I think you had you would you were having trouble adjusting to the syllable account there the yeah. account for a minute. You have given me a great segue to say the following. See this up here. It's my email address. If any of you gets inspired and wants to like email me a copy of what you wrote, I would be mm-hmm. so thrilled. And I would paste them together in a document, and I would make a handout. Except if you don't want me to do that, just say so.
3: But, uh,
0: Let's but, let, uh, but I invite you to do it. It isn't homework, because this doesn't have homework. But if you feel like doing it, I would be so excited. But beware, I might respond with the four little ones that I wrote tonight. So anyway, be, be forewarned. But please do that if you feel like it, okay? It's C. Harris with two S's on Harris at Towson.DDU.